0: Oh, hello, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Braden, and today I am extra excited because we are diving back into our profit report, but this profit report is going to be a bit juicier than the past ones because I spent about two and a half days last week updating my books. So yes, I'm the person that you're listening to every week tell you that you need to get your bookkeeping shit together get it up to date and on time, yet I myself was uh, several months behind. So uh, my bad on that one, oops. To, to give you a little bit of an insight though, not uh, that I'm like totally lost because when I do these profit reports, what I typically will do is I open up my website, Kajabi. It's also, my payment processor is Stripe, but it's linked through Kajabi. And in Kajabi, they have pretty good analytics for me to see um, how much money I've made from each of my offers and programs. And that's where I pull the data to do my profit reports, but I hadn't sat down to do my proper bookkeeping in a minute. So I did that, which was pretty fun. I also edited all of my categories. Um, We call that our chart of accounts. So the different accounts that I'm using for income and expenses, I'll run through those in a little bit when we review the numbers. But meanwhile, I have a few big takeaways and just general thoughts that I would share, kind of recapping where I've come in the past year and a half. Now, if you're new to the Profit Report, it's simply just me talking about my profit for the past month. And on this episode, we're going to do year-to-date totals. And this is to give you an insight as to how I run my business, kind of update you on the programs that I'm running. But it also is just an example of how you can think about your numbers, do projections, planning, all of that uh, good stuff. So one of my big focuses uh, coming into this year was on consistency. So last year I talked about I I did a launch of my signature program Unfuck Your Biz for several cycles. We did four uh, big launches of that and. It was going really well up until the fourth launch, and then it was kind of a dud. It was a $2,000 program, and I was expecting to have a six-figure launch, and we only ended up having, I think, five students join that program, so it was a $10,000 launch, which sounds beautiful and lovely, but when you're not selling things during the other months and you're relying on those payment plans to sustain you, that's not really going to pay the bills because you're talking about if you're launching that program twice a year, then we're really just making like $10,000 for six months. Plus, of course, we had some other stuff in the background, but that was the main thing, right? And I decided that wasn't really the vibe that I wanted to go for, that kind of stressful roller coaster of launching. Now, I still do launch, but most of the things that I sell or the primary thing that I sell now is a membership. So it's monthly recurring revenue. And so I took last summer to kind of pause really from like May, really like May and June into July to kind of reflect on what I'd been doing, what I wanted to do, how I wanted to feel in business, how I wanted things to change. And then I took the rest of July and August to develop uh, a new program. And the program wasn't totally new. Uh, I was recycling all the content from Unfuck Your Biz. We were just going to restructure it and repackage it, rebrand it. And that's how ProfitRx, my now- now, a new signature program was born, and Profit RX I launched as a membership. We launched it last November uh, and got about eighty members in. And then this spring, if you recall, um, I introduced a new tier to the membership. So what we had before was a seventy-five dollar a month tier that's now a hundred dollars a month, and that included a lot of live support. So we do twice weekly calls, all this good stuff. But there were a lot of people who were really just telling me like, Braden, I want the content, but I don't make it to the calls. So we introduced a $30 a month tier that we call the content only tier and allowed people to downgrade. And then we opened that up in the springtime. So with all of this, I've seen a lot more consistency in the monthly revenue to where in years past, like I think... not last year because we didn't have a huge launch, but the year before that I had like a $25,000 month. And then I had like a couple months where like $4,000. This month, our highest month was the month of January and we made $14,700. And the lowest revenue month was February $9,400. So it's about a $5,000 range. Each month since January has been between 9,800 and 11,800. So within a $2,000 range, so... Um, I am really proud of that because it helps me a lot more with the planning that I'm able to do. Now, of course, if you're in a seasonal business, uh, yours might look a little bit uh, different because obviously you're going to have peak seasons. That's okay. You can compare this peak season, the last peak season, and so on to make financial decisions in your business. So out of the like uh, nine and a half to $12,000 that I'm making each month, 58% of the revenue is coming from the membership, which is great, that's a good consistent number, which means that I have reliable income, but it also isn't like such a huge percentage that I have to worry about what would happen if uh, we had like a bad month in the membership. Uh, in order to grow the membership, because that's the primary focus, right? Like I want that to uh, be the primary thing. I would like to see it go up to maybe 70% of our monthly revenue, maybe even a little bit higher, 75. Uh, in order to do that, we have to focus on growing the membership. And one way, the biggest way that we're doing that is I've introduced a free trial for the membership. So if you go to my website, if you're not already a member of ProfitRx, you can now get a free trial. So I've kind of scrapped, if you uh, follow a a lot of online folks, most of us have freebies, we have free webinars, we have all this different free stuff you can get, and then it drops you into a funnel to eventually sell you our thing. And I thought, you know what, that's the way most people are doing this, but I have a membership. So why don't I just give a one month trial And then hopefully you'll just sign up for the membership. So it's like my free thing is the thing that I've already created. It simplifies everything, keeps it less complicated, easier for me, hopefully it makes more sense for you. And so that is what we're doing moving forward. So I'm hoping that by the next profit report, I'll also be able to give you metrics, like conversion metrics on how well that is going. Okay, i gotta take a quick pause there because I lost my train of thought. So my average revenue per month was a little bit higher than I expected. Um, but I figured like at the beginning of the or when I went to record this episode, I figured that my average would be between 10 and $11,000. But I kind of forgot that January was a little bit higher, which brought our average revenue up. Let me find it in my spreadsheet. I think $12,000. Was the Oh, the average was $11,600 in monthly revenue. So that was great. Um, last month, so typically what we do on the proper reports is I share every month what my goals were, what I set my goals as for that month, whether or not I hit them, go through the numbers, and then I share my goals for the following month. But this past go around, I didn't really share any goals for July because I was I just kind of figured we'll we'll see what happens. So I didn't necessarily have goals to meet. Obviously, I wanted to at least you know be higher than my lowest month, so over nine thousand four hundred. Um, but here's what we ended up doing. It ended up being a pretty good month. So the membership profit RX brought in almost sixty eight hundred dollars. So a little bit down from the previous month. That's okay. The contract vault brought in $1,290. Let me do a quick math. How many sales was that? 1,290 divided by 30. That was 43 sales of the contract vault. Fantastic. Um, And then my book brought in $140. You know, we probably sold like five copies. Great. I did $2,000 in one-on-one work. So that was two different um, VIP consultations. $1,600 $1,600 in affiliate sales. So what did I make in affiliate sales in the month of July? Oh, so that all came from the launch we did along with the abundance group for their, um, for their uh, hiring intensive, which is a fantastic program. I'm going to be talking a little bit more about that on the next podcast episode. If you're interested, stay tuned. And then we had other income of $0. Okay, so that made it pretty easy for a total of $11,800. So that was great. We were $200 over our monthly average for the month of July, which was fantastic. So, okay, where am I in my notes here? Um, Let me find my place again. Okay, so that was our breakdown of revenue. Uh, let's talk about expenses. So, this is something this is where I've kind of dropped the ball on previous profit reports, just to be totally transparent with you, because the income is easy for me to pull without having super streamlined books. The expenses are a lot tougher. So, as you may know from the previous profit reports, usually my goal is to be about 70% profit. So, expenses at 30%. I'm gonna be tweaking that number a little bit. We'll talk about that more in a moment. Um, But that does not include just a heads up that does not include my owner salary. So uh, the way I want to give you like an overview visual, if you can picture this, um, I keep it pretty simple. So we have revenue, right, we have gross revenue, that's all the money that you make. And then we have all of our business expenses. So revenue minus expenses, I call that um, I call that owner profit. So it's my beneficial profit from the business. And then I have a line for wages on my P&L, my profit and loss report. So I have my line for wages. And then owner profit minus wages is business profit. So to summarize that or make a, a visual for you, I can split uh, my income into a pie with three parts. All right, so all the money comes in the pie is made up of expenses employee wages so my own salary and then the third piece of the pie is profit so all the money left over after business business expenses and my wages so keep that pie in mind with those three parts as i'm talking through this so in the month of july here are our expenses $470 went to affiliates. Um, I have different affiliates that promote the contract vault mostly for me. And we do like little contests every month and the person who sells the most gets like an extra commission bump. If you're interested in being an affiliate, send me a message and you can promote my stuff and I will send you money and pay on PayPal the first of every month, which is super fun. Uh, cost of goods, $314. So that's mostly uh, the books. So when you order uh, Unfuck Your Biz, a copy of Unfuck Your Biz, we're going to actually buy the book and send it to you. That's most of those cost of goods. Also, our RX t- textbooks would fall into that as well. And then we have uh, monthly tools, $326. Team contractors, $1,346. So my team contractors are the VAs that I have that work for me on a regular basis. You'll often notice uh, on these podcasts, I say, we made this amount of money. We spent this amount of money. It's because um, one of my VAs even told me that I love a collective we. Uh, It's because I consider us a team. So I'm often speaking in the plural pronoun, which just makes sense to me. Uh, Contractors. So I separate between team contractors and outside contractors, because mostly because um, I have goals for what I want my a percentage of revenue to be with regard to the people that i'm working with on a regular basis and then anyone that i'm paying for just a one-off project outside of that i categorize um, different like in a different category than that but just to let you know when i go to file my taxes those two categories just get lumped into one category called contract labor and that's how it gets reported on the on the taxes. So this was a really big expense category in the month of July. I spent $4,400 on outside contractors, more on that in a moment, $428 uh, in marketing, which is a pretty standard month for me. A lot of that isn't, it's not really advertising. A lot of that is just like Google domains and um, like a hundred dollars a month to host my website, all that kind of stuff. Um, other $2,500, that was a lot more than normal as well. And I'll talk about that in a second. And then my uh, strike processing fees was about $360. So we had, okay, so buckle in for this. We had a revenue of $11,800, expenses of $10,200, not including my own salary. So you can see where this is headed. For an owner profit of $1,526, my wages So my salary, my escort payroll was $6,400, which left us with a business profit of negative $4,895. That was, I wanted to say that was the first month we were negative business profit, but we were negative about 130 in the month of February. So how do we get this negative number? Well, first of all, I should note that one of my payrolls, uh, I think I ran it late because it ended up, it ended up debiting on like the first or second of the month, as opposed to the 30th of the the month. So all that means is that I only technically paid myself a $2,000 salary in June and a $6,000 salary in July when it should have been four and four. So that threw off my numbers a little bit. um, But then also I had those big expenses as well. So let's go over those. Um, I showed, like I said, I showed an owner profit of $1,000. So that was profit before my salary. Not great because I typically want that uh, profit margin to be about 60 to 70%. But um, here's where that money went. So $3,000 went towards my, not quite $3,000, but almost $3,000 went to my photographer uh, who will be doing my drag tax photo shoot in uh, October. So if you missed last week's episode, you're going to want to go listen to that or you're, you will be very confused. I launched kind of a second business and I've been spending a lot of money in order to get it up off the ground. So $3,000 for that photo shoot, $1,500 for my graphic designer uh, when we did the branding for that project, and then also to work on the Unfuck Your Biz book redesign. And then $1,300 went to the Airbnb that I'll be staying in while I'm in Palm Springs. So that's almost $6,000 in non-routine expenses. So $6,000 in things that I would not be spending in a normal month. Recall, um, I talked back in June that I was doing a push. Um, I launched a little uh, bonus program in order to make some money to pay for these expenses. I didn't, um, I think I made $4,000 like kind of in that little mini launch, but then I ended up doing some more one-on-one services in the end of... July, and now in the beginning of August that have helped uh, cover a lot of this. So that's good. I also have about $3,000 in remaining expenses for this project. I'll be, I'm renting a space on pier Space. I'm um, going to be paying some drag queens to come and model at the photo shoot, which will be fantastic. And I need to get, buy some props, probably not a ton, but I'll have about a $5,000 budget for some like towels in a flamingo pool float and some like uh, mocktails for us to have at the... photo shoot, all that good stuff. So that's where those expenses came from. So you can see I did not technically have a profitable month in July, um, but it was planned that way, right? Um, I was planning for these expenses. So although it was not profitable, and it's not something I feel like wonderful sharing on the podcast, it's not something that I'm personally worried about. Okay, so now let's get into year to date totals. So this is something, I don't know if I'm going to share year-to-date totals on the podcast every month. That might get kind of redundant, but maybe I'll do it like once per quarter to kind of update you on where we are. So total year-to-date, this is the first seven months of the year, so not including August, of course. Uh, we're at revenue of $81,500. So let's go through the percentages because I think this is helpful. So of that $81,000, 58% of the revenue comes from RX. Almost 19% comes from the contract vault. So you can see collectively those two things are what? Almost 80%, like 70, excuse me, 78% of the revenue is from Profit RX and the contract vault. Fantastic. Of course, the biggest share is the membership. Um, 1% of my profit is from book sales. Uh, one-on-one work is about 9% of profit. This number will, should increase. Uh, above 10% in August because I've already done uh, about $4,000 worth of one-on-one services in the first month of August. That actually threw off my numbers a little bit for the month of July as well because I had about $3,000 in one-on-one services that I booked at the end of July. Um, So that would have increased my revenue to almost $15,000 and probably made my profit Numbers make a lot more sense, but that money didn't hit my bank account until like August 1st or August 2nd. So it will actually show up on our August profit report, which will be fabulous. That'll be fine. So uh, 9% one-on-one, 6% of my income has been from affiliate sales. So launching other programs, getting, uh, actually, you know what? I haven't even added my Gusto payments. I think I've made probably about $1,500 from Gusto this year, which is fantastic, And then some other affiliate income as well. And then other income of 4%, which is other mini courses and things I had mostly in the beginning of the year that I'm not really doing right now. So those were our income percentages. Now, I'm not really going to share the expenses, the percentages for those one off things, because, you know, that's just a, you know, it's a one off thing. So we don't need to dive into that. But the three or the two kind of categories that I like to really pay attention to on a month-to-month basis are my monthly subscriptions. So that's anything that I pay for on auto pay. I also include in that anything that I pay for annually. So we could call it monthly and annual prescript- subscriptions. So think um, Asana, Canva, um, Zoom. I have a lot of them, Kajabi, which is my website. I have a lot of those. And I like to put those all in their own category, just because it shows me um, how much money I'm spending to keep my business afloat. And my average uh, for that is $356 a month, which for a business my size, I don't think that's too bad. I'm curious. I want to talk to my friends, some of my friends, and see how much they pay for some of these monthly tools. In the month of July, I was at $326. $326. Back in May, I was at uh, 410. So it's gone down a little bit. I have a couple more things I actually need to cancel. So that's on my to do list. So I can get that, you know, probably down under 300 bucks, which will be great. So monthly tools um, make up about 3% of revenue. And then team contractors, I spent $1,300 on team contractors in the month of July, which is. Pretty great. That's about where I want to be. We were at 8.5% and that, yeah, 8.5% of revenue. And my goal is typically to keep my team contractors under um, 15% on the high end. So I can go a little bit higher than that. I actually will be coming up because I'm going to have my copywriter, she will be working on some more projects. But ideally, you know, if we see $1,300 in, uh, contractor expenses go up to like 16 or 1700, the hope is that that three to four hundred dollars in expenses will generate at least double that in revenue. So the dollar amount might go up, but we don't really want the percent percentage to go up. So with that in mind, I might want to keep my goal for that expense to around 10 percent of revenue. Uh, You can see I'm coaching myself through the numbers as I talk about them with you. So let's talk about the big picture. I mentioned my pie chart earlier. So to break this down, we'll put a note to Emily who does the show notes. Can you put this visual in the show notes, please? we're also going to put a screenshot of like my whole set of books in the show notes moving forward. This is actually going to help keep me accountable to get them updated every month if I promise to put them in the show notes for you. So this is a, I just labeled this profit margins. It's a little pie chart. If anyone is uh, excellent at charts and Google sheets, let me know because for the life of me, I could not figure out how to label our pieces of pie in this pie chart. But when we look at the breakdown, we have, uh, again, we have our three parts. We have um, 43% of the pie is expenses. That's too high. I definitely want to get that under 40%, but ideally at 35%, 39% at wages, and then 17 and a half percent at profits. So my goal over the next um, six months would be to get the expenses down to about 35%, the profit up to 25%, and then keep the wages around 40%. I'm curious though, This is the beautiful thing about having a spreadsheet. I'm just gonna do this real quick. I'm gonna go in my spreadsheet and I'm gonna delete the two big expenses I had in the month of July. So the two big categories. So I delete those. How does this change? So wow, look at this everybody. I'm saying, look at this, listen to this. If I delete those one-off expenses I had in the month of July for my photo shoot, my expenses go down to 30, my expense percentage goes down to 34%, uh, 34 34.5%, and my profit goes up to 26%, and my wages stay at 39%. So that's kind of cheating, but what that tells me is if I didn't decide to do this big, exciting project, my numbers would actually be right on where I wanted them to be for the year, And that also tells me that moving forward, I probably just need to keep doing what I'm already doing and just not take on any more big projects for the year. And by the end of the year, we'll probably be back to those percentages that I had in mind. So um, in short, I can probably just keep doing what I'm doing and just not spend a whole lot more money. Um, Just all of my monthly recurring expenses are not gonna be a problem. So I hope that breakdown, made sense. I hope it helped. I hope it was informative. Let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. We can chat about it. So real quick, before we wrap up, talking about my August goals, I would like to keep revenue pretty consistent across the board. RX, I'd love for that to bring in $6,700. I'm doing a little bit of a push for the contract vault this month. So I'd like to see a little bit more sales than normal, hopefully $1,500. That's 50 sales of the contract vault. Um, remember. If you're new to these, my contract vault is only $30 and it includes tons of contracts. So we get a lot of sales, which is fabulous, Um, but it's more of like a legion kind of tool. So we don't expect to make a ton of money from it, but it's really easy to sell, which is great from my end. Uh, We wanna sell a few more books, hopefully at least $300 of books because we're launching the second edition. I would set a much more ambitious goal for that because it's something that I probably should be spending more time on with our sales focus, but we have a lot of other stuff happening this month. So that's okay. I'll talk about it a little bit on Instagram, maybe send one email, but we won't do a ton for that. Uh, A one-on-one work, $4,000. Again, I think three of that 4,000 has already been booked. And then other uh, income of $1,000 and a lot of that's already come in as well. So the goal for August is $13,500 in revenue, which if we hit that, should be the second highest month of the year. But um, we are, it is, what's today's date? I'm recording this on Monday, August 8th, and we're already a good way towards most of these numbers. So um, I don't see this as an ambitious goal. It's just kind of what I expect to hit, hopefully. All right, so what is next on the horizon? Well, we would have a much bigger goal for August, but the launch we're doing in August is going to close in September. And so we're not going to see those sales until the end of September, maybe even into October, because this is an affiliate launch. So I'm doing an affiliate launch for Digital Course Academy. If you've been following me, you know, I'm a huge fan of Amy Porterfield. She's a mentor of mine. Um, I took Digital Course Academy back in I can't believe it's been over three years already, January 2019. It was the first time that it launched. And I really built my business off the back of that program and everything that I've learned from Amy. Of course, I've had a lot of other people help me along the way, but I've used her system that she teaches in Digital Course Academy for all of my course launches. So the doors will be opening in just a couple of weeks, but Amy does a lot of really amazing um, activity going up to her launch to help prepare people to determine whether they should join Digital Course Academy. So, as you can tell from the title, it's a program that helps you create and launch a digital course. If you've been thinking about it, I can't highly recommend DCA enough. So, you're going to hear me talking about my course creation journey over the next few weeks, um, but I'm going to have some other helpful topics. So we're we're going to talk about if you're ready to expand a little bit beyond what you're doing now, our courses. good good fit for you? Should you build a team instead? If you're not ready for either of those things, like how do you kind of determine what you want the direction of your business to be? And here's the thing. Um, I make a pretty juicy affiliate sale if you decide to join Digital Course Academy. But I've had friends, I have had some friends who joined it before and decided that courses maybe weren't the direction that they wanted to go. That's okay. Lesson learned, right? But I don't want you to buy it if you're not a good fit, okay? That's not, that's not the journey that I want for you. I want you to do the thing that's going to make the most sense for you. So to help you get started um, on that path, if you are interested in course creation whatsoever, or if you just love a quiz, Amy has a fabulous quiz out, and it is called Discover Your Ambition Archetype and on your terms assessment to create your limitless life and business. So I took the quiz right before I uh, started hitting record here. And the result I got was the ambitious expressionist. And I thought this was really interesting because it told me my superpowers are that I'm creative, curious, innovative, and uh, empathetic. Um, And then what I thought was super interesting. So she has, of course, Amy has a fabulous page with all the information one could ever need. But my eyes were really drawn to the on your terms hierarchy of business needs. So if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy, you know what the pyramid looks like. But for my archetype, we have fueling your ideas at the bottom. Um, (laughs) This is uh, funny to me because it's like the whole reason I spent this Extra like six to nine thousand dollars for this new business that I'm doing is because I really I had this idea that I wanted to fuel for a long time and we're finally making it happen, which threw off my profit margins a little bit, but it's okay because it's meeting my hierarchy of business needs. Uh, next is scaling your sales, so that's what we're working on in Profit RX, and then designing your life and having your dreams meet reality, which I'm assuming is probably the top of the pyramid for every. Uh, person's business needs. But you'll have to take the quiz and let me know. Amy then also has a list of specific episodes of her podcast that I can listen to based on my archetype. Uh, She recommends that I listen to episodes 394 and 433. Fantastic. And there's even more good information on here. So if you want to get kind of uh, introduced into the world of Amy Porterfield, definitely take her quiz. Uh, she's a pro when it comes to this kind of stuff. So it's also just really, really fun to see what she's doing. She also has some other fantastic freebies as well. So I'm going to put those all on all in the show notes, but then I'm also just going to build out a little page on my website. So if you want to go to www.braydendrake.com forward slash, uh, let's say forward slash Amy P. So Amy P for Amy Porterfield. We'll put all those links in there. And uh, meanwhile, if you have any questions for me, especially if you're curious about Digital Course Academy, what might be coming up, let me know. I'll be sharing about it more, but uh, always happy to chat as well. So this proper report probably went up a little bit longer than normal. I had a lot to share. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I'm going to be back uh, actually earlier than usual for a bonus episode next week, And you can, of course, always stay tuned for our August profit report, which will come to you in early September. Thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great day. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.